What's up, everybody? Welcome to 3rd and 10. I am your host, Ryan Chapman, and we're going to be delivering some bite-sized sports content to get you through the week here from week to week. So uh, let's just jump right into it. Episode 1. We're going to talk about Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Not been a banner two weeks for the Browns thus far. They opened in week one with a really embarrassing 43-13 loss hosting the Titans. And then the Browns went on Monday Night Football in week two and won a very, very ugly 23-3 game against the Jets. The Jets didn't have Sam Darnold because of mono. Trevor Simeon exited the game early on with an ankle injury, so the Jets really couldn't have tested the Browns if we even wanted them to, but um, there's been a lot of concern going around. The Browns have looked just flat-out bad, even in their 20-point win. It's crazy to think that the Browns had a 20-point win, and we're saying that they looked bad, but uh, that's the case. They were dreadful. The offenses looked terrible. Baker Mayfield has not looked comfortable, and... A lot of people are about ready to hit the panic button on the Browns, but I'm not really panicked because I think this is exactly who the Browns are. It's um, who I thought they were going to be coming into the season, and this is no surprise to me. I didn't quite understand last season why the Browns got all the hype they did, especially coming from Oklahoma. Baker Mayfield is a polarizing personality. He's an exciting guy to watch play the game, and winning seven games for the Browns is a big deal. But this is a football team that was 7-8-1 last season. That's not a winning record, despite uh, what you may have thought in the media. They were not. They did not make the playoffs. They were not going to make the playoffs. Their late playoff push happened just because a bunch of teams started losing that kind of opened the door back up for them. It was not a good football team last year, simply put. If you look at their offensive and defensive numbers, it's amazing that they won seven games. They put up 22 points per game on offense that was good enough for 20th out of 32 in the league they put up or they allowed 25 points per game that was 21st defensively so this is a team that statistically was in the middle of the pack they actually probably outperformed what you would expect them to do they were the 28th rush defense the 25th pass defense last season so I mean this is not a good football team now they did make a lot of moves this offseason They brought in defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson. They brought in Olivier Vernon. They brought in Odell Beckham. They drafted Greedy Williams. So you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of top-line talent. Sheldon Richardson should theoretically come in and shore up the defensive line, shore up the rush defense in the middle, that is. Olivier Vernon rushing the passer on the outside, that sounds great. Having Greedy Williams, as long as he doesn't have to tackle anybody, covering people, you thought that would be good. And then obviously Odell Beckham, what team wouldn't want Odell Beckham to uh, give their young quarterback some weapons? But I mean, the problem is that by doing this, the Browns have a on paper great starting 11, but their depth just isn't there. They had to trade away Jabril Peppers on defense to get Olivier Vernon. And also they traded away right guard Kevin Zietler. This is a guard that He's a veteran, and he's good. They're not just trading away some has-been. Last season, Zeitler was graded as the number one pass protector by Pro Football Focus. They gave him a 91 or uh, something outrageous like that. So this is a struggling young quarterback who just lost a right guard on the offensive line. And um, it's really showed through two games. Baker Mayfield has not been comfortable. The pocket hasn't been clean very often for him. This is a football team that with Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, 
I mean, Kareem Hunt's coming back week eight. Like, there's a lot of weapons around Baker Mayfield, but the fact is they can't protect him. And Baker has shown in the beginning of his career, which hasn't even spanned 16 starts yet. Baker hasn't started a full season, so this can change. But thus far, Baker has not done a great job of protecting the football. He set the rookie record for touchdown passes, sure, but Baker also leads the league in interceptions since he's become a starting quarterback. So this is a guy who's not making great decisions with the football through a majority of the game. Now, the thing with Baker, and this is something that people know at Oklahoma, when you need him, he is great. And that is why they won seven games. Baker was really good down the stretch and in the fourth quarter of a lot of games last season. But this is a quarterback that is still learning. He's still just in his second season. Like we said, hasn't even played one full season. Teams are going to start getting tape on him. The Jets did a great job against him. I know it was a 20-point blowout, but defensive coordinator Greg Williams, remember him, you know, the interim head coach that uh, took over for Hugh Jackson last season, the guy who probably should have got the job in Cleveland had it not been for current coach Freddie Kitchens' relationship with Baker. He confused Baker. He showed a lot of pressure and then dropped defensive ends into coverage, taking away windows. Baker held onto the ball way too long. Baker has held onto the ball every single game, but especially against the Jets in the first half, he was holding onto the ball. You could tell that when he made his first read, the defense was in places he didn't expect them to be. So this is a young quarterback still learning, still thinking through the game. And Greg Williams just put a ton of great tape out there on how to defend Baker. So you're going to have to, as Baker Mayfield, you're going to have to digest that. You're going to have to adjust and you're going to have to keep learning. But this is a football team that is built to win now. The expectations were for them to win now. Westgate had them way higher on the Super Bowl odds in Vegas than they should have been. But this is a team that's expectations aren't just to, you know, continue winning and take a step forward, but to make the playoffs and maybe win a game, win one or two games. So I just don't think that that's the expectation. I think that a good season for the Browns would be to get to the playoffs because for as bad as they were statistically last season, there were a lot of excuses. Well, Hugh Jackson was, you know, awful, which Hugh Jackson is a bad, bad head coach, but with Hugh, they scored 21 points per game. Without Hugh, they only scored two more points per game, 23 um, points per game. That would have put them at 16th, so not a huge jump from 20th to 16th. That doesn't make them one of the elite offenses all of a sudden. They're just middle-of-the-road average. And again, this is a team that the offensive line got worse. After Carlos Hyde was traded, a lot of people criticized that Carlos Hyde was being overused when you have Nick Chubb. I mean, Carlos Hyde was traded on October 19th, and they only scored 23 points per game after that with Chubb. So this is, all signs have pointed to this offense being just an average offense with some exciting playmakers and a young quarterback who can grow. Baker has the potential to be great in this league, but right now he's not. He's young, he's working through things, he's good, but he's not a great quarterback yet. So I think that Super Bowl expectations or even division-winning expectations are a stretch. The Baltimore Ravens have an elite defense. That is going to take you far, especially in the division where the Cincinnati Bengals have been bad for the last couple of years. The Pittsburgh Steelers just lost Ben Roethlisberger for the season, so you don't know what they're going to be bringing with Mason Rudolph and an aging defense. So I think 
for the Browns, their goal and the expectation for the Browns coming into the season should have been to make the wild card game. They won seven games last year. Vegas projected them at nine and a half win total. So I think the ceiling on this team is 10 wins and 10 wins would be a great accomplishment. Over the past couple of years, in 2018, Baltimore won the division winning 10 games. Indianapolis made it to the wild card winning 10 games. In 2017, the Chiefs and Jaguars both won their divisions and made the playoffs with a 10-win seasons. And the Bills and Titans in 9-win seasons made the wild card. 2016, same story. Miami had a 10-win season, got a wild card. Houston won their division with 10 wins. In 2015, the Steelers made the wild card game with 10 wins. Houston won the division with nine wins. So obviously it's dependent on what great teams are in your same division. But I think 10 wins is the ceiling for this football team. 10 wins gives you great chance, a great chance to make the playoffs in the AFC. And I just, I don't understand why everyone's hitting the panic button. This was not a Super Bowl team. It's simple as that. They were an average football team last year with an exciting young quarterback. Can they get better? Absolutely. But I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. last year, with Eli Manning. Now, Eli, not great, but Odell Beckham Jr. had an elite running back on the same team, better than Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley. They were only the 16th best offense the Giants were last season. And I don't think that sophomore slump, Baker, which is what I expect to see, because like I said, teams have a book on Baker. They can start throwing different things at him that he's going to have to digest. I just don't think it's super realistic for the Browns to expect anything more than the 16th, 15th, 14th best offense, which is not good for the skill position players you have. But if you don't have an offensive line, you can't win at a high level in any league, much less the National Football League. So there's no need to hit the panic button on the Browns because the Browns are performing exactly how I expected them coming into the season. And I think that everyone else should have tempered their expectations and expected this result too. All right, guys, that's all I got for you on the Browns. This has been 3rd and 10. I am Ryan Chapman. Stick with us. We'll see what we hit next time. See you guys.